on is it on is it on oh my god it is oh you thought you were expecting the johnny gargano intro oh or any other wrestler that has talked about the bob culture podcast oh well lucky for you we don't have that because tonight right now it is the kimmy take over podcast so welcome to the show and i hope you all are ready for a night of honorable predictions so many surprises and kimmy takeover No, 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 Rob, this ain't your show. You don't even get to do an intro. You don't even get to. No, 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 no. Welcome, everyone, to the KTP, the Kimmy Takeover Podcast. We are here. We are live. We are talking all about Ring of Honor Final Battle. And I had to bring in some really good friends of mine. But before we do that, we have to thank our wonderful sponsor for the month because we have to pay our dues. We are brought to you by our friends at Funkenstein Wrestling Superstore. So thank you for sponsoring our show for the month but like i said this is not the bob culture podcast we are at the ktp the kimmy takeover podcast and i had to bring in my bestest wrestling friend in stan island she is my dynamic duo because i'm pretty sure she's the only other female in stan island that likes wrestling the one and only from the damage 365 skylar hand what's up bestie hello everyone thank you for letting me on again i'm excited i always love doing these with you guys it's always fun thank you (laughs) No problem. I mean, I had to bring you in. And the other person that we have here. Hi, I'm Vicious Vivacious Vixen (laughs) from Vineland, New Jersey. Vicky, I love (laughs) Rob. I don't know if you know. I look a little different, but here I think I do that a lot. I curtsy a lot. And um, I got a haircut, so I look a little different. But I, bitches, I got titles. And I'm coming for all of you. I had an intro for you. Like I know, I just want, but it's okay. Sorry, I just sometimes I slip in and out of consciousness. I it's it's just like, I know. Like I had a written intro here. Go I for it. A it, lot of time on it. Go for it. I just I just need to break Rob. Okay. So, <laughs> so anyway, before I was really interrupted on my own show, the literal person who let me on the Tony Khan media call. Woo. That I got called on, in case y'all didn't know. The one and only, Bill Bodkin. Hi! Hey, I'm not Vivacious Vixen, Victorious Vicky. I'm Bill Bodkin, Editor-in-Chief of the PopRate.com. Co-host of the Socially Distanced Podcast, which drops every single Friday on all your favorite streaming platforms. And some would say, I am Mr. Final Battle. Why? Because I've been to many of them. I've been to more Ring of Honor shows than everyone on this panel combined. That's true. I was there 
when they first crowned the champion. I was there when the Great Muda headlined the 2003 final battle. I was there two minutes from my childhood home, Kenta and Loki. I was there when Kevin Steen pointed out my buddy's funny equals money signed for Colt Cabana in 2013. I've seen Ricky Steamboat, CM Punk, and you name it. Rexplex, if you know, you know. Mr. Ring of Honor right here. Not Bobby Cruz. Not Tony Khan. No Buck. Well, or, vicious, okay. or Vicious Victoria Vixen. <laughs> whatever you want to call me. It's fine. Well, for that first show, I have to remind you, I was two years old, so I don't think it was I'm possible. 41. Happy birthday to me. You made a video for Woo! me. It was lovely. Happy Thank birthday, you. Oh, thanks. And Rob's here, too, guys. He's wow. here. Hi. No, so oh, I'm used to that. The uh, eye candy of the podcast. Getting all two women to watch it. It's Rob Williams. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Used, to, I'm, I'm used to that. Um, thank you, Kimmy, I guess, for, for taking over. I'm just going to be a panelist, but Kimmy, you're killing it. Do your thing, and uh, I'll be doing tech, so I'm not ignoring you guys. And guys, you know this, the deal. Join the chat. Share the stream. Kimmy, what you got? Of course, I have a whole list, because Rob, unlike you, who goes on <laughs> Wikipedia to look at the matches, I have it written out on a notebook. Very organized. So you're welcome, everybody. But yeah, here we are, seven matches for this wonderful Ring of Honor card, and we are going to start with the Trios Tag Team Championships, because we have Dalton Castle and the boys versus the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage. Skylar, I'm going to go to you first. Who do you have in this match? Dalton and the boys. <laughs> mm, she's not a silly goose, everybody. <laughs> They're good. He's an amazing character. I don't like Brian Cage. Cage? Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like him, so I don't want them. <laughs> no one does. It's okay. No one likes him. <laughs> oh, usually when I say that, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. You're good, Rob. What do you think? I was thinking about this one uh, driving around today. I think Dalton is so popular right now. Um, so hot right now. Yeah, He's so oh, hot. For, for so sure. hot. Uh, I think looking at it from a business perspective, it, it makes a lot of sense to, to put it on Dalton. Um, who's, who's kind of slowly riding that, that momentum right now. There's been a lot of Dalton on dark. Uh, we saw Dalton on dynamite a few times Our, obviously the ROH ties make a lot of sense. Um, then I'm thinking the other way, like guys like Brian cage, like, is this kind of like, I, I got to stop thinking this way, but I don't want to say consolation prize, but is this like, you know, Brian cage has been gone for a while. Now he's back with this group. Um, would they put it on them? I think this the gold stays with Dalton and the boys. Wow, we're all agreeing. This is not a good start for us, guys. Bill, do you have a Don't different worry. answer? Don't worry. Get your tinfoil out, kids, because it's story time with Bill Bodkin, because yeah. wild conspiracies abound. So this might not be the match we get. Because there's another trio that is definitely looking to make their debut at this show. Now, this very could, much could happen at the Zero Hour, which will be their free one-hour YouTube show. But it was revealed that the new La Faccion Ingobernable, which is Roosh, Preston Vance, Sans Mask, and Drolistico from AAA, are going to be at Final Battle. It would not shock me. If we get an impromptu three-way, and if that happens, La Faccion and Gobernable will win the titles. Because like Rob was saying, well, first off, Dalton on Dynamite, 
I hope he listens to this podcast. It's just like, hmm, I'm going to steal it. And then, cause that's my bad Dalton Castle impersonation. And so he's way too popular just to keep it upon her, kind of like you kind of want him on Dynamite because he's so weird and he's very popular. But I could see uh, if, if they don't make it a three way, they will be at the top of the ramp at the end to challenge for the trio's title for sure. That's going to happen, I think. And if it doesn't change, I do believe I'll be boring. And I'll say Dalton and the boys somehow, some way, beat 700 pounds of pure beef um, in the, the gates of Ag. The embassy is what they are. They're the embassy. So they will beat them. And Brian Cage will live another day to do big, beefy things. <laughs> well, I thank you on your tinfoil. Yes. Oh, I don't think- worry. There's so much foil. I know. I've got an industrial gross of it back there. That makes me so excited. Obviously, I'm also picking Dalton Castle and the boys, because why the hell not? Dalton, remember, guys, Dalton Castle's not signed. The Only the boys are signed. I think a lot of people forget that, but as reported by Sean Rossap earlier this week, there's a lot of people that we don't know are signed to Ring of Honor. Dalton Castle signed. Okay, but he doesn't have a graphic yet, okay? I can't be exposing all these insider secrets, Bill. What kind of insider am I? An insider. Uh, An insider. (laughs) Um, Yes. But yeah, I think Dalton Castle is signed because Tony Khan would be the biggest silly goose to ever exist if he didn't have him signed. Be a silly silly goose if you don't sign the peacock, you know? I know. I guess. But speaking of tag teams, Swerve in Our Glory, the tag team that we thought was broken up, but Tony Khan was like, wait a second, we got other plans for you because another person who I believe is signed, Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey, Rob, are you singing Swerve in Our Glory or do you think Shane Taylor Promotions gets the win? Um, Got to shout out Shane Taylor Promotions. I think that's really cool. Um, I don't know if they are signed uh, in any official capacity. Seeing them show up on, I believe it was seeing Shane show up. It was Rampage, I believe, where he showed up in a backstage segment yes. with Keith Lee. I pop big for that. Uh, my first interaction was interviewing, and here's the first Shameless promo, uh, popbreak.com. I got an interview, what was it, two, three years ago. Shane Taylor, check it out on the site, thepopbreak.com. We talked about his relationship with Keith Lee. Um, so this was really cool. I felt that Shane should have been there sooner, personally, but it's so cool to see him. I think this is... Um, kind of a perfect spot. I know I'm contradicting myself, but I was really excited to see him. I think it makes perfect sense because him and Lee were in a tag team together. Now we have the tension, obviously, between Swerve and Lee. Um, I'm really excited for the in-ring work. I think everyone's going to hit their spots. This could, uh, make sure I'm using this word right, Kimmy, low-key. This could low-key be match of the night. That being said, oh, I'm having trouble with this one. I'm having trouble with this one. Let's go Let's go with Keith Lee and Swerve to take the L to further that dissension. Um, maybe a little conversation to keep going through the storytelling between Shane Taylor and Keith Lee. Not to take away from the other guys in the match, but I'm, you can tell I'm very hyped for this one. I see. Very, very interesting thoughts. Bill, what do you think? I think Shane Taylor Promotions is going over because much like Keith Lee did to Swerve Strickland, Swerve Strickland is going to do to Keith Lee. He's going to leave him in the dust. And I believe Shane Taylor Promotions could easily 
easily ally themselves with Swerve going forward. Um, of course, uh, I would also let, I be would be remiss if I did not bring up the name of Shane Taylor and Keith Lee's tag team, the Pretty Boy Killers, one of the great tag team names to ever happen, um, and sadly did not get a mainstream run. I'm also surprised Shane Taylor did not sign with Impact. He seemed like he was tailor-made for Impact, but he's here now. I think they're going to go over. I think you need to make them look strong, and I think uh, Swerve swerves everyone and leaves uh, Keith in the dust. So I'm going to pick Swerve in our glory because I think after the fact, Keith, that's where Keith Lee's going to get his retribution and be like, you know what, I'm not over this, and then beat him up. That's my wild prediction. That's probably not going to happen. Skylar, what do you think? Um, Bill and Rob took everything that was in my brain and said it. Sorry. <laughs> not in a bad way. No, no. I just, it's it's cool to get the same thought, uh, thoughts. But, um, you know, I think um, Swerve Not Glory is losing because I think they just want big names in these pay-per-views. And then after this, if they lose, it's going to be like a whole, like even more damage for them to finally break up. And yeah, and I'm gonna get Swerve versus Keith Lee, which will be another great match they do. Very we're gonna true. St- yes, so we're gonna stick with the tag teams. We're just gonna get all taggies out of the way because this past Wednesday we saw FTR lose clean to the acclaimed, and then we found out that they are not versing the ass boys. Thank God, and they are going to do Frisco's versus FTR three. But this is not just any type of match because we are entering dog collar territory and bill i know you tell me every single time there's a dog collar match they're amazing they're great and they're wonderful and i tell you that they're not so tell me why i'm completely wrong because you are like dog collar matches these four are going to destroy each other because they uh believe in the art of tag team wrestling a hundred percent and they are going to channel all the old school dog collar tag matches that are out there They're going to reference them. They're going to pay homage to them. And then they're going to put that modern spin on it. These teams, like we had five minutes of build for this and everyone's like, sold me a ticket because those first two matches are so incredible. And they're going to want, these are two teams that are going to want to top what they did. They're consummate tag team professionals. They're going to want to make it a classic. And I think they will. And I think I am going to be the odd person out here because I'm picking FTR to do the clean sweep. I think they beat the Briscoes for a third time. I do think there's other stories to be told here, but I really believe that it's going to be the Briscoes taking the L here because I think it's too obvious. It's like, oh, they lost here. You're going to have FTR lose twice within four days. I don't know. I think I like I said, I'll be in the minority on this because everyone's like contracts and this and that. Now, could this all be a reverse psychology storyline where they drop the AAA, IWGP and ROH titles only to win the belts they want the most in is the in the AEW tag titles at Revolution? Very possible. But I still think this is not the time nor the place for them to drop those titles because you can't really have the Briscoes on TV because of stuff and things so i'm gonna say ftr walks out the winners so that's a choice and i do agree and i said that on elite pov that the briscoes aren't allowed on tv 
And then they all yelled at me and said that what I was saying isn't true. And I was like, people, research your shit. It's and if anyone wants to know why, it's because a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, uh, called Twitter, um, (laughs) Jay Briscoe said some very, I believe, it's very homophobic things, uh, and they were quite uh, acidic and acerbic. Uh, They were shitty. They were really bad. And he has apologized for them. And he, a lot of people vouch for him that he has learned from his mistakes, but. Warner Brothers Discovery is like, no, those are still out there. That's not something we want on our TV. Briscoe's also, if you, uh, and I've seen it live, often wore the stars and bars on their trunks. So that's a lot of iconography and a lot of bad press that Warner Brothers Discovery does not want to be promoting on their television product. You do have Google is your friend, everybody. The answers are out there. Bill tells me that all the time that Google's my friend, but I refuse to use it and use Bill instead. <laughs> Thanks. But you are. So what I was going to say is even though that is a thing, I think this is the first of many title losses for FTR. And I think when their contracts are up in June, they're going to have a really nice circuit around the indies before they eventually come back to AEW. Just like Dak said in his interview with Sean Ross at WrestleCade, I'm picking the Briscoes, Skyler, Team FTR, or Team Briscoes. This is very hard because, again, I agree with both you and uh, you and Bill. You guys have perfect points of views. <laughs> Going with that. Um, first, I just want to say I'm very excited for a tag team do- uh, dog collar match. I've never seen one. I never. I don't know if that's ever happened before. And I think that's really cool i like dog dog collar matches i like any unorthodox matches um i don't think ftr has ever been in one so i think that's kind of cool they're going out like they're going the briscoe way <laughs> and i've seen them live and i like i see them in ha- um hammerstein ballroom they're really good wrestlers really like them again i don't know who's gonna win because of this whole warner brothers situation but uh <laughs> But FTR has had these titles for a while. I feel like, I just feel like this whole pay-per-view is just having big names hold these titles and then drop them to like these, not under, not under Carter's, um, these unknown wrestlers in this world that if you're not like a, like a big time wrestling fan, they're just casual watchers and everything. So I am undecisive and (laughs) we're going with that. Undecisive. I'll have you know. I don't. This is a tricky one. Oh, no, no, we're not doing this because <laughs> when I had my life on the line, when I had to pick between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, I had to make a choice. So you have to make a choice. Wow. Spoiler alert your life was never in danger. <laughs> Ever. See what happens when you have a heel host instead of a, a baby face host? Actually, um, I mean, you're always, the- aren't you always a heel? Yeah, wait, isn't that? Act- There's actually a lot of people watching, Rob. The ratings are actually increasing now that you have a heel host over a babyface host. So, because of my haircut. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Skylar, you do sure. have to make the choice. You do have to make um, a choice. As the dad of the podcast, like, you have to make a choice. I'm gonna say Briscoe's. I think Tony's gonna be like, whatever. And then only have them on pay-per-views. Okay. That's an option. 
I mean, it's something. Rob. So I'll try not to take up too much time. I have a couple questions. Um, Can I shout out the YouTube viewers in the chat real quick? Uh, Miss Kimmy, is that okay? Sure. Uh, I'll allow it. You'll, thank you so much. Uh, shout out Izzyverse. Uh, Izzyverse podcast, great podcast. Um, said earlier, STP is going to win. Um, then say, why take a step backward on the Keith Lee and Swerve storyline? And real quick, Ace in the chat uh, saying, Dem boys for the win. Um, stupid questions because there's so much wrestling to keep up with. First question, when is the next ROH just pay-per-view event? We have no idea, right? It would be in no wrestling. Uh, technically, in theory, it, theoretically, it would be during WrestleMania season. Yes. Long ways away. So if four months, if so, hypothetically, if the Briscoes won uh, and the real winners here are going to be the fan, the match is going to be crazy. But mm-hmm. hypothetically, if the Briscoes won and were not used on TV, they would have the titles and, and kind of a back burner situation until the pay-per-view or indies or whatever, um, which I love about AEWs is like everyone going to the indies is very cool. Um, second stupid question. Have FTR won the AEW titles? I'm trying to remember. They have. Yes, they did during, once. During the empty arena era. Yes. 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 Right. Uh, it, was, it was with the Bucks or something like that, right? Yes. They, they lost Correct. to the Bucks. Right. Yeah. So doing the math here, there's so many factors. And Bill, you bring up great points. Skylar and Kim, you guys do. bring up great points. I'm trying to do the math here. Like the, the TV thing, I, I think, is the big, like, take all the storyline out of it, all that stuff. I think that's the big... I don't say elephant in the room, but that's the big at the end of the day. It's a business, you know? Um, so that's where I'm I'm struggling. Basically, my thought is I felt that FTR loss to the acclaimed was very telling in a way. I think, first of all, I think it was the correct decision, 100%. The acclaimed are red hot. Um, they deserve it. Bowens is going to be a single star. Plat- uh, Max is going to be a single star. Like It's just win, win, win. It's printing money. They're selling out everything. We just got the micro brawlers. Um, it's money. They're everywhere. Um, do not take the belts off them anytime soon. Uh, and that makes so much sense. But they lost clean, and it was very surprising to me. And didn't this match kind of comes out of nowhere. And yes, we're selling the pay-per-view. And so many people have said, you know, I had my match of the year poll. Like, what do you guys think? And so many people said Briscoes versus FTR. I still haven't seen it yet, so shame on me. But I know that yes. they're going to, for sure. What are you waiting I, for? Uh, just Time have in a day his life. Off, to have a day <laughs> off, honestly. But that's a different story. Um, but I think they're going to take the next level. Because they're like double dog collar match. Now, dog collar matches... They can be rough. Sorry, I had to get that in. That's pun disputed. That Mother being said, it's going to be crazy. I could see some <laughs> Bill's about to leave. I could see someone like, you know, obviously using the dog collar to, you know, use kind of spatial reasoning to prevent a, a breakup or something or getting someone tied up or stuck somewhere. That's why I see the end. I see it being clever, the ending. Where I'm struggling is when I saw FTR lose, I'm like, I'm one of those guys that's like, if you have all the belts, like, let's strike while the iron's hot. Give them all the belts, but you can't take them off the acclaimed. You just can't, and that's that's the right decision. That being said, not that they're holding these titles hostage, but you have all these promotions. It's great for the promotions. It's great business, but at the same time, you do have to kind of slowly undo everything. Is that what we're doing here? Are we slowly undoing it? Because a lot of the conversation right now is Dax Harwood. Dax Harwood. They left the cash off the PWI. They made a mistake, you know, and that's awful, you know? I mean, it happens. It happens. It's a thankless job, but... It happens. There's so many wrestlers. Like That's why I ask all these questions. But that being said, the momentum is behind Dax right now. And I'm not saying, oh, they're going to break up and, da, 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 and wrestling cliche and wrestling cliche. But I'm with you, Scott. I'm, I'm stuck. I am struggling 
with this one right now. If guys, you can help me out in the chat, let me know what you think. I think just because it comes down to the TV thing, FTR retain here, but maybe a miscommunication, maybe some storytelling, maybe some sort of, I'm not saying they're going to break up, but just maybe kind of like, hey, we need to take a break. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I feel like the focus is on Dax right now. I'm not doing the wrestling cliche thing. They're going to break up and all this stuff, but I'm struggling with this one, man. I'm struggling with this one, but I'll do the safe pick, FTR. The if you safe? Wanted, if no, you, you want to do a, a really good double dog collar tag team match, go look for ECW, the Pitbulls versus Raven and Stevie Richards. That, a delight. An absolute delight. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is It is a tough go- There's a lot of intrigue that's happening with FTR, and I think that's all done on purpose. I wouldn't be surprised if some of these stories being planted and some of these things being leaked are there to create buzz for the match. I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. Which would be really smart on these wrestlers because like we know there's so much it's 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 like it's like they've been it's like the old schools the new school lies and be like yeah that's the truth you never know wrestlers don't lie don't lie right rob no comment anyway that means yes (laughs) we're gonna move on to a really good match that i'm excited for samoa joe versus juice robinson and guys this is juice's first match since He's been signed to AEW, so hello. Welcome to the company. You're going to lose in your first match. I'm so sorry. Joe's obviously taking this win. Skyler, I hope you can actually make a decision on this one. Who you got? <laughs> Definitely Samoa Joe. Um, I watched some cl- uh, clips of like, because I didn't really watch Wednesday, but I watched some clips on Wednesday, and everyone was saying how it looks like, like kind of like in, in TNA, Samoa Joe is back with his match with Darby. That was, was excellent. Yeah, I saw like some clips. I was like, "So good, this is dangerous, Joe right here. <laughs> this is actually Joe's gonna kill you, kind of Joe." Um, he's definitely gonna win because he just he's has this momentum going, and the fact that he finally turned heel after so long, it just it's gonna fit right. It's like old Samoa Joe's, but it's I, it's Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rob. Yeah, I, I got to agree with Skyler. You know, we don't want some lesser Joe. We want Samoa Joe. And I think, um, you know, Nunez You're called out. it. Or, uh, I'm going to barf. <laughs> I'm going to throw I up. I love you, Rob. Bye. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I think, you know, Nunez called the turn with Joe earlier on, but I don't think any of us, we were at full gear. I don't think any of us saw Joe walking out with the titles. And I thought it was going to be Will Hobbs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We, we I think we predicted him on the show. Uh, welcome in, Bubba John. Let us know who you got. Um it's crazy, man. Like him winning there and walking around with two belts. I'm all for it. I loved it. The crowd loved it. The matches have been great. It's win-win. I thought for sure they were going to get Wardlow into this pay-per-view somehow or something like that. Um, and you bring up a good point too, Kimmy. It's the first match. You know, guys don't typically lose in their debuts, but I kind of like the against the grain, against the cliches of AEW. I think that's what keeps us interested and keeps us guessing uh, and all this fantasy booking that we love to do on these podcasts. But that match with Darby was excellent. There's no reason to, like, why would you stop Joe's momentum right here? Like, unless you're really going to, like, push Juice to the moon right out the gate. Um, Wardlow's kind of been surrounding the Joe situation. Obviously, we see it going back to that. I don't see any reason, unless they're super swerving me and I don't know what the payoff is, that Joe loses here. 
well, um, there are wrestlers that lose in their debut. You got to remember there's a whole kingdom that we're not using and is not on this card and they lost in their debut. Let me not. Uh, Great Bill, question, who do you think? by the way. Shout out Kimmy. What have we been waiting over a year, Bill, to get to get a little little love for uh, for those press media calls? Kimmy got it done. First, like, boom, done. Kimmy's here. Tony. Oh, yeah, I'll talk to Kimmy. Yeah, uh, uh, Kimmy's so cool. Well, no, I'm going to shout out Layla Gray because Layla Gray commented on my Facebook post and I had told her, I'm like, if you could promise me that I get called on, listen, I'll do whatever you want. So I don't know if that happened, but if it did, listen, little baddie for life. You baddies stick together. That's it. Damn right. We do. The kingdom will be on the pre-show. I guarantee it. No, they uh, won't. Maria just tweeted that they're not going. They're swerving you, Kimmy. Well, she, she better. She always swerves you. It's always a work. Actually, uh, she was really happy, like, before I get to Bill. She was really happy I asked that question. She was like, you didn't have to do that. Thank Aww, you, Kimmy. I love that. So, so Bill, what do you think is going to happen in this match? I think this is going to be way better than advertised. I don't think this is going to be a two-move Samoa Joe squash. Like, I, I loved what they did with Darby. And I think Juice needs to, you know get something going here i mean like juice is married to tony storm so he's winning in life so but i mean like listen he's gonna go out there i think he's gonna have a damn good match but wardlow is gonna get involved because tony khan mentioned something i don't remember if it was on the call or something he tweeted that they are going to talk about the future of the ring of honor television title i believe they're gonna fuse they're going to unify the titles they're gonna start condensing they're going to take the ROH TV title away and merge it with the TNT title. So this way you have the world title and the pure title will be the two singles championships. Uh, I think you're going to have Samoa Joe eventually is going to drop those belts to Wardlow so he can go challenge for the ROH world championship. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay. I saw this theory I was not a hundred percent on board. Still well, not. The only reason you're not is because it's like Kimmy's guy isn't going to win. And you have to get over this whole like, Seth Rollins and Daniel Garcia doesn't win. It's fucking trash. Like you, you can't, to be a prognosticator, to be a true broadcast journalist, you have to take emotion out of it. Listen to Bill. Now don't bring up fucking Randy Orton on a podcast, <laughs> but like, you know, well, you know, Godspeed. I hope he gets better with his back. Listen, hey, I'm not a complete savage, but I mean, like, you know, but like, listen, just because Danny Garcia is not going to win the title tomorrow doesn't mean it's a shit pay-per-view. I think he does win. And my theory is if Samoa Joe does win, the best thing for Daniel Garcia's life and career would be to beat an established super heavyweight like Samoa Joe only makes him better Wow, long-term booking right here, right there. Okay, anyway. you know you know what? Okay, first of all, um, Rob, I don't know why you keep showing Orange Cassidy. He's not on the card. He's, wrestle- He's wrestling later against a person. I'm not going to reveal who it is. Bill was really excited for it. But anyway, let's talk about Daniel Garcia because – what Skyler? As long as we're invited to the wedding, that's all I ask. Yeah, let's talk about Daniel Garcia, um, the man of the hour, who's gonna have the match of the night, the match of the whole pay per view. Who, if you are not nominating his match with Brian Danielson, two out of three falls on your match of the year, I don't know what you're doing. 
Daniel Garcia is going to retain his fear championship because he deserves it. He's great. And Wheeler Yuta is going to do other things in He's got, he has to deal with that whole BCC drama. You know, he has other things to worry about. He's not focused like Daniel Garcia is. He is a focused sport entertainer who is very emotional that Brazil lost in the World Cup today, almost did not get on this plane to Texas. It was a whole thing. Skylar, who do you think is going to win? Uh, Daniel Garcia. And that's because I'm not a fan of Wheeler Yuta. And what did I- that steel drum playing son of a bitch ever do to you? <laughs> He's a wonderful young man. I, I, I don't, he has no charisma in, for me, personally. I'm sorry, him bleeding 10 gallons was not enough for you. Wearing white trunks. Same. It's not the same as Moxley, okay? He will never be the same as Moxley. Well, yes, we know. I mean, but, Renee Young would agree with you. But, um, you know, I... I always thought Daniel was the better wrestler than really Yuta. Again, another submission, like another technical wrestler that I should not be a fan of, but I am. And yeah. So because he's, he's great. He's wonderful. Amazing. He has charisma. And he's a wonderful sports entertainer. Rob, are you also on Team Daniel Garcia? If you're not, we're kicking you off the show. So be warned. God, give me. It's interesting. First of all, no love for for Big Wheels. Uh, I'm surprised from you guys. Not, not even a little bit of a recognition or love for Big Wheels. Um, you know, we know Tony. We kind of know where he has his eyes on the independence. I remember seeing um, Daniel Garcia and Wheeler doing that one-hour match uh, at IWTV 100 um, down at H2O. Um, one of two buildings anyone runs for wrestling in New Jersey. Yeah, the Richfield Park. Yeah, it's like um, Richfield Park or Williamstown. It's like, guys, there's plenty of other places. Um, I think I think Danny Garcia has to retain here. Um, there is something going on with the BCC. A lot of moving parts. Again, it's another one of those situations where it's a uh, you know, and you guys address this on the media call where uh, things are going on, and and I think it's it's a family first decision what's going on with Regal, and I think that was very very noble and cool of uh, if you know everything we heard was true uh, of Tony Khan, um, but I digress. I think it makes sense for Daniel Garcia to win here. Um, because he's your boy and you're hosting and I don't want to get kicked off the podcast. Amazing. I love when I'm in charge. I think I should be in charge way more often. All right. All right. And I know that Phil agrees because he's going to pick big and he's going to let, he's going to pick Daniel Garcia right now too. Big wheels keep on turning. (laughs) Proud wheeler keep on burning. Will you just going to win this goddamn title back? Why? Why? So many reasons why. Here's first off, um, we need positive things to be happening with the Blackpool Combat Club. I mean, they took a huge hit with Regal leaving. Um, I mean, I, and let, let me just give my postmortem on that. We have been robbed of the greatest love story of 2022 <laughs> between William Regal and Excalibur. We just needed to see them kiss once. Well, just once. It's fine. It's fine. They loved each other, and we're not going to see it because Papa A tried to... Ah, ah, ah. He wants to see his son. <laughs> well, sure. His son who looks exactly like him. Um, but yeah, so all that said and done, 
I think you need to get positive momentum for the BCC because they are going to be the top baby faces across both brands. You know, I think it's going to be Mox and Brian and AEW, Claudio and Wheeler and ROH. I think Daniel Garcia has to lose this title because I think they need to move him into a bigger position. I think take transitioning him out of the pure title um, scene and then having him eventually feud with Jericho. Like that's the thing, like Garcia and Wheeler both had their pushes hard breaked. Um, not because of, you know, some dude leaving the company while he was chomping on a bunch of muffins that had nothing to do with it. Um, dick. Um, so it's like, um, I don't care. Uh, I think you need to heat them both back up. What's the best way to do that with Wheeler? People love Wheeler as a wrestler. He was red hot. He was in the super junior tournament, put the belt back on him. Let him matter. The belt will help him. Um, Dana Garcia needs to lose so Jericho and him could go at, be at odds again and he needs to break away from Jericho and that's the that's the catalyst for that. Dana Garcia doesn't need the pure title. He needs to go become a star. And that's why I'm telling your boy needs to go be a star. So when he beats Chris Jericho and then he beats Samojo in my world and then he wins the ROH title and then you're like, "Oh, I'm going to cry." Because he won the title. That's what you want from him. Long-term, not short-term. There's a lot of money to be made with Daniel Garcia. And these guys are going to be flaring steamboat. They're going to fight forever. That's what Wheeler and Garcia are. And it's great. See, I don't have, like, me and patience. No. Don't become a doctor. Me and pressure. That's the one. I'll, I'll give you that one. Thank you. I'll give you that one. No, stop. It was in my rules to you of things you couldn't do. Sorry. You couldn't right. do yeah. puns. You couldn't host. That's like, that's like telling him he can't puns. breathe. He can't breathe. It's, it's like, Rob, don't I'm... do puns. It's all don't I got. breathe. It's all I got. Don't see your Italian girlfriend. Don't do any of this. Don't, don't, don't text new dance. It's just like these are things he has to do. Yes. I mean, he doesn't have to. There's no laws rules well you just said there's rules he can't have he can't I do. always <laughs> have to tax nunez we're missing nunez on it we're missing that christmas sorry i oh no that fucking blue that was awful that's vax okay, uh, that's vax back to you kimmy i mean Good. he would have said it better yes true <laughs> of course um we're gonna talk about something way more interesting than puns because puns are boring puns are stupid and that's why rob is not hosting this podcast we are going to be talking about the ring of I honor women. Rob. i am on rob's side I'm wow. just I'm just flabbergasted at what's happening right now. We are going to talk about the Ring of Honor. Okay, you know what? I, I almost walked Go. off the last podcast I did because I was doing really bad, and I I might do it here too. But we're going to talk about the Ring of Honor Women Championship match. This is the match I'm most excited for because of all the work I've done with the Ring of Honor Women's Division, and because Maria has done such a good job, and I can't wait to see. Hopefully, what she does here. But obviously, Athena is going to win. My friend, the one and only, is going to get the Ring of Honor Women's Championship because her heel turn is fantastic, amazing, beautiful, and should have been featured on Dynamite. Rob, do you agree with me? Oh, he's got he's got personal stakes in that one. Uh, um, Bill, you do you know me? Or, dude, this guy, like, we didn't even talk for a week. He's like, what's wrong? This guy, he just knows me. He knows me. I know. He knows me. I know. He's bitter. He reads my mind. Bitter, ba- bitter bastard over there. <laughs> That being said, um, and and everything I'm saying, I'm, I'm choosing my words carefully. Everything has been pre-approved. Um, 
So the story with Athena, I think, has been very well done. Um, I, I did get to see it unfold a little bit earlier because someone that I know very well uh, who cooks delicious meals and uh, is right now defending her ISPW Women's Championship against You're Team not Santa there? Tana. I'm not there. I'm not what? there tonight. I'll be, I'll be at the holiday party. I'll be at the holiday party. Don't worry. Oh, but, you know, boyfriend. she's got tight. Look, they're, they're just lying around. They're everywhere. I mean, they're just lying around. She's got titles everywhere. She's busy. But she did have the opportunity to take on Athena. So we saw this play out a little bit. And Athena beat the heck out of her. You know, I was telling I'm like, Vicky, you didn't even try to pin her? Come on. But that being said, uh, wow. it was re- it was a great match. And I was very proud. And it was a great day. And, yes, I'm getting my stuff in. And I apologize for that. But that being said, um, we saw a little bit of the Athena turn before everybody else saw it. And uh, she beat the heck out of Vicky after the match. She locked in um, Mercedes finisher on on Vicky. Everyone's booing. And, you know, I'm talking to Vicky on the ride home. I'm like, this is great, man. Like, you, it wasn't just like a, a blow-off match. Like, you, you were part of this angle. And, like, right then and there, they were laying into the, like, she's really laying into her opponents, and they're playing that up. Uh, and it was very, very cool. And we saw how that old you know, unfolded that Friday on Rampage. She had hit Aubrey, um, and it was very good storytelling. It was very, very bad shit. Yeah, and that really, that really, that was really good. That really got the heat. That was obviously on live television. Uh, Then retroactively, Athena had been suspended, and we saw how it played out. But that being said, personal feelings aside, um, I I think it's been a really good story. She just had a great interview on Busted Open. Uh, And I don't want to take away, you know, we're like Athena, Athena, Athena. But don't want to take away anything from Mercedes, but um, she hasn't really been around the past couple weeks on television. Correct me if I'm wrong. She's, she's been, been hurt. hurt. She got hurt. Okay. Well, there you go. But she's ready to go for yes. tomorrow. Well, that's that's great. And I hope she's okay. Another reason, you know, she might need some more time to heal up a little bit better. I think Athena, it just makes all the sense in the world. She's got the momentum. Uh, she's a little bitter. They're playing into this a lot. Uh, the personal stakes as well. I, I think this is the big payoff for some really good storytelling. Bill. I love that this whole story is was based off of a whole bunch of like concerned police on Twitter being like, <gasps> clutch my pearls. She hit someone hard. And uh, it was basically, she said on busted open and on other interviews, she's like, if I was a dude, no one would have cared. They would have been like, you're awesome. But it's just like, let's 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 like fuck with the patriarchy a little bit on this one and just say, hey, she's going to beat everybody up. And I think this is the right move to put it on Athena. Mercedes is, you know, she has had a lot of injuries and I don't know what her status with AEW or Ring of Honor is. I wouldn't be surprised if she started producing to um, uh, being an agent for AEW or coach, whatever they call them, an ROH. Uh, but Athena is like the right face because this is a fresh take on this person on this character and she can go forward and defend it against people. And ultimately she needs to drop the title to Willow Nightingale because that's the perfect ultimate heel, ultimate baby face collide. It'll be great. Um, And um, yeah, I think Athena is the right choice because I, I just think there's been a, we've never seen her like this. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to see that go forward because They've caught lightning in a bottle with her, and I like that. Skylar. Okay, so I work for Mercedes, and I love Mercedes. <laughs> but the problem is, I do see Athena winning it, and Bill, like, 
get out of my head because I was thinking the same thing with Willow. I was like, oh, get the ultimate heel versus baby. Like, that would be so good. Athena could carry this title. Oh, but Mercedes didn't have enough chance to, like, show herself that much on TV, even though Tony Khan sucks with the women division on TV. She still couldn't try to show her way. <laughs> but oh, I, I got to choose. I got to choose Athena because I do think she can really raise these women and, like, take this new aggression to a whole new level. Show that, like, she a woman. She, she don't care what you think. She can punch hard and still hate your guts. <laughs> and also seeing her knock out Aubrey live. Yeah. Like, me and Timmy were right there. I had no idea what that was going to happen. I was like, Aubrey took that like a pro. But yeah, so I think Athena's going to take it. And it's, yeah. <laughs> if, if I could uh, sidetrack for one second, Kimmy, and you'll appreciate why I'm going to sidetrack. And I would love to get actually everyone's opinion on this. Where do you see, and, and, and Scott, I think the AEW women's division, just in my opinion, has gotten a lot better over the past, like, especially with you put Tony Storm as your workhorse. And so now Jamie Hayter, forget about it. But where do you see the Ring of Honor women's division? Like, what do you see that? How do you guys see that developing? Because right now, the women's division is legit two women. Yeah. It's Athena and Mercedes. Who do you do you think there's people who are going over? Like, what do you guys see the future of that? Um, uh, Skylar could go first. Yeah, everyone's pointing differently. Um, not have Tony Khan run it. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm not, not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, who, do you think talent they're going to bring, oh. bring new people in? Like, how do you um, see this evolving? I think they're going to bring in people who they use a lot on, like, Dark and Rampage and bring them over that they aren't used as much on as Dynamite. I think that would be a smart idea. So it's more platforms to show. Like, Dark is really good. Like, people, like these wrestlers don't care if they're on Dark or Evolution. Evolution. Elevation. Elevation. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I think them being kind of brought to more like a more televised thing could help them. And Kenny, I mean, you wrote about it all the time. Oh, I was gonna go last. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was gonna go last. Rob. She she's driving today. Um yeah, that's that's a great question. It's hard to answer because we don't like it's hard to like pick the roster, like because we say same thing, oh, there's only a couple tag teams, like because we don't have any set format or show or weekly episodic or pay-per-view right, right. schedule. So that it's hard for me to base it. Uh, if I'm fantasy booking, Vita. Would love to see Vita uh, in there. And I like what Skylar said. Like, get a lot of the dark talent. We have so much great talent here in the Northeast. Uh, Kylan King is killing it out there. Um, I think that would be really cool. And I think the ultimate answer, though, is first you need some sort of format or schedule. And the second answer yeah. is Maria Canellis. Put that in her hands. I think so, too. I wouldn't be shocked if that happens. This is what you do. You hire me and Maria. We take it on together. That's the first thing you do. Get your the, stuff second, the second thing you do is every single person that was in that Ring of Honor Women's Tournament that is not signed. Ooh, I forgot you, who was in there. Trisha Dora. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. You put straight. all of that talent in this woman's division you put the wwa talent that maria has there you put them here 
this is what you do. This is how you build a division. But most importantly, you hire me and Maria. We do it. We take the world by storm and I get hired and I don't have to go to school anymore. So that works out perfectly for me. Give me orange almost done. Yeah, I mean, you have like yeah, you ten minutes left. See it through, at least. You come this far. You have, like, you have like 10 minutes left of school. Oh my god, wait, I didn't tell you because you were in Disney that I applied for graduation. I've officially applied. Oh man, there are some people on this list I would never want to see. <laughs> so in AW. Um, never mind. Um, I, you know who I would get? Who? Your, your girl, Rob, Lady Frost. That's who I would get. That's who I get. I mean, arguably, I mean, next to Vicious I mean, Vicky, of course. Arguably one of the, the hottest free agents out there in terms of just one of being a high flying, you know, um, that one of the cart, greatest high flying wrestlers. That cartwheel just, uh, kryptonite crunch is yes, stupid I, good. I yeah. agree with that. I feel like we need like more high flyer women wrestlers on TV. Yeah, because it's just that just hard hitting. There's too many of them now. It's a lot of the same. The high flyers, especially in AEW. But she's she's. I mean, the persona. They yeah, like. No, I, I, I've worked so many events where. She's had the longest lines at intermission. Like everyone wants to meet later. She's a good guy. She's a bad guy. It doesn't matter. And then the in-ring work. Um, we've had her on the show. She says she likes really crisp in-ring work, and you see it in every single match. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be a no-brainer for AEW or uh, ROH. I still her. think they really, they really beefed it when they didn't sign her and uh, Lindsay Snow and called them Sub Zero. Would have been great. Would have been great. Would have yeah. been great. But yeah, you know, or Janai Kai too. She's great. That's what I'm saying. Sign her. See, see. Genocide. I'll throw genocide in there too. Love her. She's she might be with uh, you know Billy right now, so I don't know yeah, how she, free she yeah. is. True, true. She's she's within the alliance, as we say. Great question but, though. And, and Kimmy, shout out to you for taking that that Tony Khan um, press conference or, or scrum or whatever that phone call and and shining the spotlight on women's wrestling. I thought that was very cool. Well, shout out Bill. He's the one that got me off. <laughs> I uh, I was I, I was like, hey, kid, you're up to play. You're up to the plate. You're up to bat. Get in there. Do your thing. <laughs> and and then you had to see the email. Had to send to my teacher because I was like, yeah, I'm not going to class. Sorry. There you go. All good. So, Kimmy, what other matches we got? The main event. It is main event time. Really? Yes, I we went through all seven of them. Yes, we okay. did. You could even fact check me. I'm not like Rob who has to like ask my panelists. I, I wanted to, do to yell at you so work. bad. Like, no, we have one more like you always do to no, me. No, <laughs> because like I said, I'm a very experienced. Oh I have research. I'm in a notebook. Unlike you who has Wikipedia in a tab and is like, oh, my God, here's our matches. I do that all the time with movie plots and casts. Like... Bill, you weren't supposed to say that. You were supposed to be on my side. I'm just, anyway. I'm just speaking for myself. Put myself over is what I'm doing. Anyway, it's the main event. It's uh, Jericho and Claudio. Phil, who do you got? I'm just going to ramble for one second and say Chris Jericho, a lot of people hated the fact they put the belt on him, but man, he has had the 2022 of all 2022s. Man, he has had a great year. I think he's done great stuff with the Ring of Honor title. The match with Bandito was fantastic. Ishii, Dalton, um, there's been a cult, like there's been some really good things that he did, uh, this year. And it's wild that he's like in his fifties and he's like totally being the Terry Funk that CM Punk wishes he was. Um, I'm sorry. Um, 
not sorry. Uh, but I think Claudio wins the belt here. Um, hard, and I had a hard time coming up with that too because, like, it was just like for business. Like, why wouldn't you want Claudio and Jericho? Like, why wouldn't you want Jericho as your champion on your first Ring of Honor show? Uh, I know there's a lot of um, there is a lot of discussion whether we'll get an announcement on TV uh, at the end of this because it is it might end up just going to Honor Club. Um, so um, because uh, like they just canned a whole bunch of people at Warner Bros. Discovery again today at Merry Christmas, and so. I think it's going to be Claudio because I think they're going to go with a more wrestling based type deal. And I just do think Claudio and Samoa Joe is the match you want. That's the match that's really going to sell for ring of honor fans. Chris Jericho and Samoa Joe will be good too. But I think like Claudio and Joe, the visual of Claudio, like hefting Joe and doing the big swing on Joe, Joe doing the big moves on Claudio. I think would be really cool. Now you could do a number one contenders, Jericho and Joe, whatever. But I think there's a lot of money to be made with Joe and Claudio as the thing. I think Jericho needs to move on. What he moves on to is, I don't know. But I think you take the belt, put it back on Claudio. I think they've, I think the BCC needs that positive. Like I said, they're going to be the, the babyface anchors of the two promotions with Claudio and Wheeler and Ring of Honor, and Mox and Brian in AEW. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if we see Nigel McGuinness show up in Ring of Honor Ooh. to work with the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, I would like that a lot. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some debuts and some returns and some of some stuff here, but I don't think that happens in the main event. I think uh, Jericho takes the L here, and uh, it's not, it's not, not it's going to be a good match. I'm very excited for it. I agree. I think Claudia wins, but do not be surprised if Jericho is on that first TV episode of Ring of Honor so we can spike up those ratings. Rob? Yeah, this is a tricky one. Uh, I was listening to um, Busted Open's interview with Claudio today, and um, yeah, it was very really insightful. And again, don't forget, if Claudio loses, he joins the Jer- Jericho <laughs> Appreciation Society, which would be a lot of fun, man. But it's the same thing they're doing with Matt Hardy and Private Party took the words right out of my. That's where I was going yeah. with. Yeah, exactly. Like, right, and I, and I don't like seeing the same thing. That being said, though, you have the history with uh, Hager. That would have been really fun. They've teased that a little bit. Um, it's fun, silly stuff. This isn't like wrestling or or accomplishments. This is the fun little like subplot kind of fun backstage stuff. Um, it, it could be really fun in the ring too. I'm not gonna lie. But like you said, Bill, already, like they're kind of doing it with Ethan Page and the Hardy or uh, the Hardy Party. Um, I I did, I wasn't going to pick Jericho to retain uh, at full gear. And you guys all convinced me like, hey, you know, we got this pay-per-view coming up. It, it's the business decision. And I and I agreed with you and Warren. And I was like, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. So keep it on you Jericho. So I think we have. Yeah, you, you guys are pretty smart and handsome. So I think um, now that Jericho has gotten this to this point. And like you said, Bill, he's knocked it out of the park. I love that he's going after the announcers and he's going after after anything ROH. Like he made it his own, um, and he's made it work. And I was very confused at how quickly Claudio had lost the title. Um, but it, again, I think it was all leading up to this pay per view. We're gonna have a great match. We're gonna have a really, really good match. And I think the right call here is to put it on Claudio. Um, 
does that again i hate to be like cliche like all these teams and they fight but that we, we've seen wrestling before uh, i i would love to see claudio and danielson yeah skylar I'm, this is what happens when you go last i'm sorry no, listen i love it i love the like because i i <laughs> i want listen i wanted skylar to have the big main event the big Send ending all, all yeah. your theories that's what i wanted then rob had to ruin it god damn it rob oh, he unbelievable. Didn't ruin it. He didn't ruin great minds great minds <laughs> exactly great minds think alike so bestie go right ahead bring us home so yeah i was i was going back and forth on it and i was like oh jericho might keep it just for like the tv show oh god Anyway, <laughs> just for the TV show, but I was like, the only reason they had Jericho have this title is for the pay-per-view views, <laughs> for them to go up. The whole Claudio versus Jericho for the views. Um, I think Claudio is gonna win, and then it's gonna lead to Danielson versus Claudio because I, like, I know Bob said not Bob. Wow, <laughs> wow, I cannot. I mean, it's, it's BCP. Bob works. No, I know Bill. <laughs> My middle name is Robert. Oh, that's, so that's it's just long day at work. Um, sorry, I said to... I said something smart. It's okay. I yeah. get what you're saying. Oh no, I was saying I Bill thinks it's gonna be like a whole happy thing. I think the uh, the the their club is yeah their club is gonna break up. <laughs> I think oh. John Moxley finally needs to go on his stupid uh, vacation. He's earned it. He's earned it. I think it's time. I think Brian's gonna turn heel. And I think he's going to verse Claudio. And then Yuta's just going to be there. <laughs> Not that Yuta's just going to be there. God damn. But like, it just, it will make sense. I think there needs to be a turning point with Will, with Regal gone. I don't think there should, like, the whole thing was based around Regal. You know? I well, think, that's why I think Nigel could come in and fill that. True. But it, I, don't, I, I just have a feeling it's just going to be a whole blow up. And then. I think it eventually it does happen. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I do think we're going to get Brian versus Claudio in the future, along with Samoa Joe in there somewhere. I think, but yeah, so Claudio's going to win. Jericho's just there for the ratings. And then Jericho's going to go back to his sports entertainment uh, on Dynamite. That was pretty good. He became good. part of the full-blooded Italians? What happened? <laughs> um, I'll ask a question, like I did before, because, again, this is, you know, we Kimmy, as she mentioned at the top, is like, hey, there's a lot of people that are signed that we don't know are part of Ring of Honor. Do we expect any surprises or any, you know, wild theories of who could show up at this show? Even people who may be signed to AEW already that we know about. Do you guys think we're going to get any cameos, any surprises? Nigel. Nigel will be there in some form or fashion. And he will be assigned the role as the booker of Ring of Honor to take that off of Tony Khan's plates. Oh, wow. That's very specific. Yeah, right? Very specific. I don't, I don't know anything. I'm going to say Chris Hero. His name has oh. been thrown around way too much yeah. recently. Like Jericho wanted to bring him or PCO in to fight him during that series. Um, I don't know if Hero is ready to go in the ring. He hasn't wrestled in like two or three years. But I feel like if there's ever a time for, to bring him in, it's that time. And I wouldn't be stunned 
if we saw someone from New Japan at some point or AAA show up in some respect, because I think Tony Khan, Kimmy, you might know this. Did Tony Khan say that he was going to talk about some forbidden door stuff in regards to Ring of Honor at this show? He said oh. the TV deal. And he then it said... was a, that was another interview then. So I think we're going to, there might be some New Japan talent showing up. So I wouldn't be stunned. And I think that would be pretty cool. I was thinking of Adam Cole, but not for like, because I don't know if he's ready to wrestle or not, but like just. Um, do you bring, do you bring him back for a, Ring of Honor though? Not AEW. He's Ring of Honor too. Yeah. You know, just as like a face or whatever. Mm. If he's ready to come back, then he shows back up in AEW. But like, I don't think him like, I don't think his surprise is going to be like his comeback, his him coming back is going to be a big surprise. I think it's going to get blown in like the dirt sheets. So might as well just put on Ring of Honor, wait a couple more months for speculation. All right. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly, just all the like, you know, not Rob. Bobby Fish because he, he, he said, let's go back to the WWE and no one. Bob was- Fish, everybody. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. I think, uh, Bill, you knocked out of the park with Nigel. I popped for that. I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I don't know what his status is elsewhere. but He's, um, he's done. Fully done with WWE. Makes, it no, makes sense. No ties. That, guy would be great on commentary. Guy would be great as a leader. Yeah, so many things he could do. Uh, silly question. Has Chris Hero ever fought Chris Jericho? No. No. He's, uh, yeah. He was Claudio, He was Claudio's tag team partner, though. Yeah, well, I remember seeing them at the uh, the old ice skating rink or the old uh, roller rink in Edison. Uh, I remember two minutes from my childhood home. Yeah, man, and and I remember the first time I saw him. There was there's some Jericho comparisons uh, a little bit. So that, that's interesting that they've never fought. That would be very interesting. That's. That's all. You don't have like a prediction. Nothing. I think. I think Bill really popped me with Nigel, and I think he's right about that. I wasn't really like planning on debuts and stuff, but it is a very Tony Khan thing, and I'm not complaining. I, I mean, if you know wrestling this day and age, we're we're always waiting for the surprise. We're always waiting for the turn. We're always waiting for something. So why not? Okay, so it is now time for our shameless promo. Oh my god, yay! Skylar, go first. <laughs> um. You, uh, you can see me at conventions. Hi. Uh, you can see me at conventions with uh, Damage 365. <laughs> Damage 365. It's been a long day, Kimmy. Uh, I work at 8, 8 a.m. tomorrow. It's a lot. Um, but Damage 365, you can see me at conventions with them. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok if you want on Skylar underdash 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 Nicole. Um, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. It's here. That was 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. Bill, tell us about the pop break. Uh, if you must follow me on Twitter, um, it's at Bodkin Writes, W R I T E S. Uh, otherwise, check out thepopbreak.com every single day. Talking about all sorts of great stuff movies, television, music, pro wrestling, anime, comic books, and a whole podcast network. Uh, if you're looking for anything I've written, check out my piece on the Great British Bake Off Holiday Season 5. Uh, and then on Monday, you'll check out my Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special Review, and I'll have an Andor piece. I'll have all sorts of good stuff. I'm also the co-host of the Socially Distanced Podcast, which drops every single Friday on your favorite streaming platform. Uh, we are entering our holiday special triumvirate of episodes. We're going to be talking about the 
Star Wars 1978 Christmas special. Ugh. Our podcast editor, Alex, has never seen Die Hard, so we're going to make him watch that. And then we're going to have the Socially Distanced Awards, uh, which we are going to probably make up on the fly. Uh, and then I'm also the co-host of the Bill vs. the MCU podcast on the Breakcast, where I this last year rewatched and watched for the first time a lot of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We just announced um, a season two where we're going to be talking about the Netflix series. Uh, also, oh shit, that's right. The uh, season finale, which is our, uh, the Feige's we're calling them, where we give a random ass awards out for Marvel stuff is coming out on December 22nd on the breakcast feed on all your favorite podcast platforms. I'm also going to be working the Southwest Territory. I'm going to be teaming up with the Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. Going to be having a hot feud with Fantastics. A lot of blood, a lot of double juice, coast to coast, motherfucker. Here we go. Let's do it. Kimmy, tell us about every goddamn thing you're doing because it's so much. There's so many things. It's a it's a, a, a virtual smorgasbord of uh, pop culture things. Yeah, I know that's going to lead to a text between you and I in the end of December. So you can follow me on Twitter. You know what it's going to be, though. Oh, yeah. I'm like your teacher next year, and I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah, guys. I'm taking the um, journalism class with Professor Bakken next semester. I'm so excited. Me and you are going to get an A. All you have to do, I'm going to tell you right now, all you have to do is publish my articles. That is it. It is the easiest. Yep. Okay, cool. But you can follow me on Twitter at Kimmy underscore Sokol, S-O-K-O-L. The next convention I am working. It is the last convention of the year. It is the Icons of Wrestling next weekend. Oh, no, it's this. No. No, I'm right. It's next weekend. Okay. You know what? It's been... uh, No, it's been four hours. It's been a very hard four hours. Um, At the 2300 Arena, which is the old ECW Arena, and I am working with ECW Legend R... V D I uh, yeah yeah I write for the pop break in case y'all didn't get that you can read Kimmy versus Bill for Ring of Honor predictions and I'm gonna replace him with Mike every month because he actually does a really good job with the article and he does it on time I'm like Mike and you can also I'm gonna overrule the- that and just say Mike's gonna keep doing it because Bill doesn't always have the time and Mike is a fantastic writer so I'd like him to continue to continue to do that so that's gonna be overruled right now but tell us about all the other stuff you're doing <laughs> i was just gonna say i'm the co-host of elite pov that's it Go no wrong. but you're not just the there's multiple shows on elite pov you're gonna be hosting is that not true <laughs> it is but people get mad when i take 10 minutes on my shameless promo robert wow he's fine fully. he's fine he's fine he's fine oh boy well, um real quick so ev- I'm no, sorry. it's not your turn yet. <laughs> Wait. So you can see the Case Code Observer every month starting in February. We're only limiting our episodes to once a month where Kyle and I are talking all about rumors, speculations, inside scoops. Yay. Then, as announced today on the Elite POV Twitter, Frank the Week, where Phil and I are rating all your favorite Rampage and Dynamite segments of what was good and what was really shitty. And I think that's it. I think. Oh, well, okay. Goddess of Wrestling, February 25th. You're going to see Christmas time. You're going to see me promoting a hell of a lot of shit for that because there's things coming that I can't say yet, but things are coming. Am I Am I good? I don't want to get yelled yes, at Yes, you can go. Okay, Thanks, Rob, Rob, for Rob, letting me host your podcast. Rob, you bless go. you. 
Rob Bunch tells us about a little thing called the Pop Culture Podcast. Yeah, the little BCP. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Subscribe on YouTube. We're trying to build the YouTube channel as well. And check out our interview uh, from earlier this week, Contest of Champions. we got to sit down with some cool people. I'm writing a piece for Pop Break as well. We're just waiting for some photos to come in. Uh, very excited for that. Uh, we got to see Sting. And i got to sit down with uh, one of my favorites, which is why I love doing this. Uh, one of my favorites, JTG. From Crime Time, we got to sit down and talk to JTG. Uh, we also got, to, for a second time, got to sit down and talk to Nunzio, my dude, talking about uh, the FBI earlier, Bill. Um, we talked to the rep, one of the best uns. Can somebody sign these guys, please? One of the best unsigned tag teams out there. And Jared Silberkleit, uh, who's managing uh, Wrecking Ball Ligurski. Uh, so we got some really good interviews coming up. And then Sunday, we have the ISPW Holiday Party. Uh, I think there's a buffet. There's going to be awards. I believe it is open to the public. So follow ISPW to find out how you can be a part of that. And uh, that's all I got, guys. Well, first of all, happy wrestling, everybody. And I don't know the whole spiel. So, um, yeah. Yay, we're done. Rob, you could say it, I guess. I don't know. The whole well, I was going to say make it your own. Like you could have like a Kimmy sign off. I feel like it's going to be a jab at Mike or something. Oh, I was just going to say happy wrestling because that's an Ian Riccoboni reference. You know, Ring of happy Honor re- commentary. Happy wrestling. Happy wrestling, guys. We out. Peace. <laughs>